Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. What's up, everybody? Welcome into an episode of Flippin' Bats live from Japan. I am here at the beautiful Yokohama Stadium where tonight the Bay Stars are taking on the Hiroshima Carp. Now, Let's get into this. Let's get into why I'm here. This has been a year plus in the making. I started working here at Fox Sports over a year and a half ago, and immediately it became huge for me that I really like Shohei Otani, and I really love what he was doing for the game of baseball. So next thing you know, I have a This Week in Shohei Otani news segment. On top of that, I get a big Japanese following because they want to see me supporting their guy. And now, one year later, the, the biggest vision I've had has come to life. I'm sitting here doing this episode from a baseball stadium in Japan. Sometimes I just have to take a step back and understand how cool that really is. But this is a, it's been a year in the making, and I've just been so blown away by the support from the Japanese culture throughout this whole process and the following that I've gained uh, it's been really cool so it became pretty apparent to me a year ago honestly I need to get to Japan it needs to happen and guess what here we are almost a year from that day of me having that idea and I'm sitting here doing this and uh, it's just been a really cool process and what I want to do is bring you guys along this process with me from start right now this is my first day here in Japan to finish and I'm gonna be here over a week it's gonna be absolutely incredible I'm gonna get into everything you guys are gonna come along with me but it all started today I had a flight from Los Angeles to Tokyo that left at 1 a.m. Thursday from Los Angeles one the flight is like 12 hours long I ended up landing in Tokyo at 4 a.m. Friday so crossing the dateline gets crazy but that flight was really cool for a couple of reasons. First off, I really tried to get my body acclimated to the, the Japan time so that the jet lag wouldn't be crazy. But guess what? I can't sleep on planes, so that didn't go very well. I got about an hour of sleep tops. But what it really allowed me to do is be on my social media and check my DMs. And this is where I really became blown away. And this is why it's really cool to be here and to do this. The support the DMs of people excited for me coming, wanting to meet up. Uh, I spent probably two or three hours answering direct messages from everybody, and it didn't even put a chunk into all of them that I could answer, which really allowed me to step back and think, wow, this is, this is really cool. So the flight ends up happening. I don't get a ton of sleep. We finally land in Tokyo. It's 4.30 in the morning. We get off. We make it. We have to go through quite the experience when we, once we get here. So a really cool part of all this, by the way, is tourists aren't allowed to Japan right now. So to be able to do this is something really special. And, and like I said, I want to bring everybody along this journey with me. And what I experience, we're all going to experience together. And the first thing I experienced was the airport after I got off the flight. One, you have to go through this covid protocol which we had to walk legitimately like two miles to get to and then guess what had to walk two miles right back to where we came from to go to customs 
Customs is always a situation that anxiety is a little bit high for, even though we have nothing to hide. Or did we? We had a producer on hand that almost ruined this whole project. Tried to smuggle in some beef jerky. Almost ruined it all. Got pulled aside. The beef jerky got thrown out or eaten by somebody at Customs. We don't know, but we know we couldn't bring it, even though he tried to do it. So, not going to throw anybody under the bus here, but before it even got started, it almost all came crashing down. But, long story short, we end up getting through customs just fine. Didn't take too long. We get here, go straight to the hotel, basically from the airport, and it kind of all hits you in that moment. It kind of all hits you that, one, you're not home anymore, and you're not somewhere that feels anything like home. I've had the benefit of traveling a lot in my life to a lot of different countries been to Europe been to a lot of places there but you know what you know what's different there it's not as much of a culture shock what I experienced today was quite the culture shock and it was awesome but let me explain that a little bit I get off the plane in wherever it may be Ireland or Amsterdam other places I've been in my life one Maybe they're speaking a different language, but they all use letters, and I know letters pretty well. And I can kind of put some together and see what words are what, and if they, you know, if they kind of make sense in English that I know. And you know what? The majority of people in European countries speak English, so it's not that crazy. I get off the plane here, guess what? The majority of people don't speak English. Um, there's a combination of Japanese and Chinese characters that I don't know how to read yet, I'm in the process of it, Duolingo, trying to learn Japanese, but it's quite the culture shock, and that becomes immediately apparent. And that makes me think immediately of Shohei Otani. At a very young age, in his young 20s, he comes to the United States and experiences the same culture shock that I experienced today in a country he's not familiar with, he can't read anything, he can't speak to anybody, and I'm fortunate enough here to have a translator, uh, Masa, who's been an absolute legend uh, with all of this. I don't know what I'd do without him. I don't know what Shohei would have done without Ipe. So the culture shock here is real. So naturally what I did is I got to the hotel and I immediately went to get ramen. And I am proud to admit that I am doing this show at Yokohama Stadium in Yokohama covered in ramen juice. Because have you really experienced ramen in Japan? If you didn't get juice all over your pants, my answer would be no. And I certainly did, and it was absolutely incredible. I'm not kidding you. Hands down, immediately became the best ramen that I have ever had. Ever. Easily. Then we get on the train to come here. It was about a 30-minute train ride to get here. And, man, everything I'm experiencing is just truly incredible. So... You know, let me, let me explain why I'm here. Why am I here? Why did I decide to come here? Why did I come from Los Angeles to here? Well, anybody that follows me remotely close, you don't even probably have to follow me to know that I am a big, big Shohei Otani fan, and I have been since he's been in Japan. When I was in college, I was a two-way baseball player myself, pitched and hit, and uh, it didn't go as well as it's going for him, but I immediately became enamored with how impressive it is what he's doing. So I needed to come here. And I needed to come here to experience the Japanese baseball culture, to really dive into it and learn more about baseball in Japan, 
to, to go where it all started for Shohei. So I'm going to Iwate. I'm going to Sapporo. I'm here in Yokohama. I'm going to Tokyo, a bunch of places, and I'm going to bring everybody along with me. That's the goal. The goal is to learn as much as I can about the baseball culture in Japan and to make you all feel like you're a part of it with me. Because like I mentioned, tourists can't get in here right now. And, and you better believe that there's not one second where I'm forgetting how cool this is to be able to do this for work, to be able to sit in a stadium in Yokohama where there's music playing with guys taking BP on, in the background. Lil John was just playing two minutes ago. I mean, it's, it's really cool. And I think the music adds a big part to all of this. So um, I'm extremely grateful to be here and to be able to bring you all uh, along this journey with me. But a big part of this for me has always been the following that I've gained. Um, the Japanese following that I've gained for flipping bats or anything, my, myself personally, my my personal accounts. So one thing that I'm really excited to do out here is, is meet as many people as I possibly can. I'm going to be doing meetups in basically every location I go to, Tokyo, Iwate, Sapporo. I will be announcing all of those on Flippin' Bats Pod, my podcast, my Twitter. You can follow everything there. Everything I'm going to be doing be alert, Flippin' Bats Pod, or at Ben Verlander on Twitter, Instagram. But there will be meetups. It is going to be really cool. And uh, along with all that, if you're not in Japan, I still want to do the best I can to make everybody feel a part of this. So every single day, Flippin' Bats Pod is going to be coming out with a podcast. Uh, you can watch it. You can listen to it wherever you listen to your podcast. You can watch it on YouTube. But I, I don't know what I'm about to experience. I know what I've experienced here in the first, what, six, eight hours has been once in a lifetime. I can't imagine what I'm about to learn over the course of the next eight, nine, ten days. But whatever I do learn, whatever I do experience, every single day I'm going to be coming at you with a podcast releasing every day. And I, I'm really excited to do that. And I just, I'm really I'm, I'm really honored to be able to have this journey thanks to Fox Sports and, and thanks to everybody listening, to be honest with you. So um, today has been really cool. As I mentioned, I'm here at Yokohama Stadium, and um, this is a 30-minute ride from Tokyo where I'm staying right now, 30-minute train ride. We get here, and, I, you know, I don't know what I was expecting to experience, but what I did and what I have and what I am right now is um, – it blows it out of the water. And I was expecting pretty great. What I'm experiencing right now, seeing this stadium for the first time, I think my mouth dropped. This place is beautiful. It's built unlike any baseball stadium I've ever seen. And if you can see it in the background right now, if you're watching, you can understand that just by seeing the background. If you're listening, I'll, I'll help explain it. It's, it's built basically straight up. I'm doing this right behind home plate. I don't know, probably only like 50 rows up, but it felt like I was climbing Mount Everest to get up here. I feel like I'm right on top of home plate, but you're, it really goes straight up, and it's kind of unlike any baseball stadium that kind of goes back deep into, like towards the concourse. This just goes straight up, and uh, to walk in this stadium, walk into the tunnel, walk out for the first time, and just turn around, I was mind blown, and, and I feel like I'm going to be mind blown a lot this entire trip so um, this is today Yokohama Stadium there's a lot coming at you and there's a lot coming at you on this trip and you better not think for one second that I forgot baseball back in the United States so 
this segment that I'm going to be doing pretty much every day is going to be called very eloquently, so important, it made it here to Japan, where I go around and talk about the biggest topics that have come up in the United States. And the first and foremost for me is Albert Pujols. And this happened on my flight over. Albert Pujols hit home run number 690. Think about that. 690. He is now just 10 home runs away from 700 on his career on a year that he himself has said, this is my last year. Am I worried? Yes. Do I think he can get to 700? Yes. I'll talk about that in a second. But I would have said absolutely not right at the All-Star break. But since the All-Star break, Albert Pujols is hitting 415 with five home runs and 14 RBIs since the All-Star break. In that time, amongst all eligible Major League Baseball players with at least 45 at-bats, he's leading them all with a 415 batting average. Think about that. We're talking about Albert Pujols here. I grew up watching Albert Pujols. I grew up idolizing Albert Pujols. Here he is in the last year of his career. He can hardly run to first base, but he's still hitting balls harder than most everybody right now. Five home runs in just a couple of weeks, and now he is literally on the doorstep of 700 home runs. The machine. So he's now six away from A-Rod, so he's got him in his reach, and 10 away from 700. Now let's realistically think about this. We're coming up on just over a month left in the year. Do I think it's likely he hits 10 home runs in that span? No. Do I think it's possible? Yes, and I wouldn't have said that a couple of weeks ago, but I do believe it's possible. If I were a betting man, um, I, I, I have a feeling he's going to end somewhere in that passing A-Rod range and just short of 700. Now then what do we see? Do we see Albert Pujols really call it a career? I, I really struggle to believe that if he ends at 698 career home runs, you better believe we're going to be getting a Mr. 3000 type scenario. He's coming back. He's going to hit at least two home runs next year, and then he can ride off into the sunset as one of the greatest hitters of all time. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. But, man, is he making this interesting. I really want Albert to get to 700. I think everybody is rooting for him, and I am certainly one of those. But next up, another thing that has made it all the way here to Japan, and this one might not surprise you, it's Shohei Otani and what he has done in his last couple of games. In the last two games that Shohei has played, he's gone seven for nine with a home run, a couple of triples, four RBIs. Take that in. Seven for nine. Seven for nine. I'm not going to get into the, the AL MVP race right now. You guys know I could go on and on and on about that, but he continues to propel himself more towards that. Um, do I think anybody can be faulted for voting for an Aaron Judge? No, absolutely not. Do I think Shohei deserves it for doing what he's doing? I absolutely do. This year, Shohei Otani, pitching-wise, ranks top five in just about every pitching category. Offensively, he ranks top ten 
in most hitting categories. Again, he's a two-way guy, and he's top ten as a hitter and top five as a pitcher. I would argue that he's having a better year this year than he was last year when he was the unanimous MVP. Are the power numbers there? No. But his average as of right now is higher. Not that average is the end-all, be-all, but his power numbers are still there. His extra base hits are still there. As a pitcher, though, he has taken every stride imaginable. He has propelled himself into a Cy Young caliber pitcher. Is he going to win the Cy Young this award, uh, the Cy Young Award this year? No. But is he in that contention? Yes. Shohei Otani is now a Cy Young caliber pitcher. And what we saw last start from him is kind of a big reason why he is as good as he is this year. Shohei Otani on the fly came up with a new pitch in his last start. It was like a two-seamer slash sinker, and it was 97 miles an hour moving all over the place. But just on the fly, Shohei starts throwing a new pitch. So Shohei's killing it once again, 7-for-9 in his last two games. Unbelievable from Shohei Otani, who is set here to pitch again soon. But another storyline that I want to talk about is is the young call-ups that we're seeing right now from the big teams in baseball. Brett Beatty. New York Mets called up prize prospect. Everybody that uh, is kind of in the weeds on baseball knows how big of a prospect this is for the Mets. And guess what? In the heat of a playoff race, they call him up and say, it's time. We need our guy. Talk about confidence for him. Hey, you're going to come up. You're our guy. You're immediately going to play for us. And we're in the middle of a pennant chase, and you're going to start your first game. And how does he repay the Mets? He hits a home run in his first at bat. Brett Beatty's first swing in the major leagues is a home run for the Mets. And I think that just speaks volumes to what the Mets were willing to do by calling him up. And the Yankees follow suit, calling up Cabrera and Florial, two prospects as well, two guys for them that can make a difference. And and that's that's big for the game of baseball, in my opinion. We're seeing these teams that aren't bad teams that are just, all right, let's see what we got. No, no, no. These are teams that are needing to win. They're in the middle of a pin and chase. They're either trying to win the division or trying to get the number one seed in the league, and they're calling up their guys, and they're saying, hey, it's go time. Let's do it. It's great for those teams, but it is just great in general for the game of baseball. That's what I love seeing here. We all want to see those prospects come up, and what Brett Beatty did hitting that home run in his first at bat is that's what it's all about. I love those moments that his family was in the stands. It was just really cool to see. So uh, that does it for um, the very eloquently said segment. Hey, it made it here to Japan. (laughs) So, you know, before we finish up here, I'm excited for this segment. So we're here live from Japan. Flippin' Bats takes on Japan. And what I want to do every single show is I want to learn a new word. A Japanese word of the day. And for this segment, every time, I'm going to bring on my translator here with me, an absolute legend, Masa, and he's going to give me a new word and give you all listening a new word of the day, a Japanese word of the day. Masa, how are you, my friend? What's our word of the day? Okay. Yaku. 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 What does that mean? Baseball. Yaku. Baseball. Your Japanese word of the day is yaku. So we're here, Yokohama Stadium. The game's about to get ready 
get underway here in a little while, in a little bit. We're gonna watch some yaku, which means baseball in Japanese. All of you better know that. And every single show we do here, we're gonna learn one word a day. And we might even go back and remember the previous words. So keep them in your head. Yaku, baseball. But guys, this journey is going to be special. I hope you all are ready for it. Um, this is really cool. If you had told me a year ago, heck, two years ago, when I wasn't even with Fox Sports yet, that I'd be covering baseball in Japan and really diving in on one of my favorite players in the game of baseball and one of my best friends in the entire world, Shohei Otani, who follows me on Instagram and I follow him, which means it's official that we're best friends now. Um, I don't know if I would have believed you, but here we are. And this is quite the journey we're going to go on, and we're going to do it all together. So I hope you all are ready. This has been the first episode of Flippin' Bats from Japan. Uh, make sure you guys like, subscribe, anywhere you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google, all that good stuff. We're also on all social media. Make sure you're followed there because I'm going to be promoting everything, every location we're going to. If we're going to be doing a meetup, uh, my socials at Ben Verlander and at Flippin' Bats Pod has everything there as well. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. TikTok, and you can watch every episode, including this one with the beautiful baseball field right behind me on YouTube at Flippin' Bats Pod as well. But until tomorrow, I am here in Japan, and I will see you all next time. Peace.